Happy Sunday, y'all. Welcome to Sunday. You made it. I made it to another tomorrow. But tomorrow, tomorrow is not promised, I promise you. And uh, yesterday's dead and gone. We can revisit the past. We can reflect. Grow from it. You know, learn from it. But uh, we're here in the now. So let's make the best of it. Let's talk about a little bit of uh, emotional stuff and... uh, correlate that with spiritual stuff um one of my favorite people to listen to speak is steve furtick he's amazing um i love his spirit um i love his delivery system um and you can feel his heart and his soul and his mind is is definitely powerful because he's been through a lot just like you and i have all of us do So listen for a little bit, and then I'll I'll, uh, chat it up about this. Uh, I've got a lot lot going on in uh, my mind, my heart. Um, Even my soul hurts a little bit, but uh, I know I'll always be okay. God's got me. He's got you too. Just allow it. This is uh, Steve Furtick talking about some emotional exhaustion. Amen. Samaria 
Straight through was the shortcut, by the way. The direct route is sometimes the divine route. Mm. Instead of hiding the fact that you're tired, you just say, God, I'm tired. Somebody, somebody was yawning during my sermon one time, and I just got mad about it. I said, how are you tired? You're not doing anything. You know, but I found out later they, they uh, worked a night shift and came straight to church. It's kind of hard to understand someone if you only see them at one part of their journey. Amen. Amen. Preach. Some people that we think are weak maybe are weary. Preach. Yes, sir. And just because you're weary, it doesn't make you weak. How do you know that? Jesus, I am the light of the world. I am the bread of life. I am the resurrection. I am the door. I am the shepherd. I am the true vine. I am the way. At some point, six hours after they left that morning at noon, he said something we wouldn't expect to hear the Savior say, I am tired. This is the incarnation. I worship a God who is powerful enough to give me strength and who is human enough to get tired. And for some reason, Some of us needed to meet tired Jesus. Amen. I thought maybe you could relate to him. Because his journey didn't really start with just leaving that morning. I mean, that's enough. Six hours that day. Six hours in one day. I mean, I got a six-hour drive coming up with my kids, and I'm downloading every episode of The Office on all of their phones, just hoping we can make it six hours, still be saved, still be married, still be healed, delivered, blessed, and one happy family. And that's a drive. Six hours. Because you leave at six, it's noon, it's hot, it's the heat of the day. Of course he's tired. And, And yet I wondered, was it only physical? Did he go through Samaria because he was tired of the way they were treating each other? Why was he tired? Why did he come? To abolish the barriers. Full of grace and truth and we beheld his glory. His journey didn't start in Bethlehem. Beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh. That's a long trip. From the sapphire seal of heaven to the dusty streets of Samaria, of course he was tired. Even youth will grow weary and stumble. But those who wait on the Lord, I'm waiting on God right now. I'm waiting. Somebody say, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting. waiting. And I'm weary. And I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I'm weary. I mean, this, this is getting old. Some of y'all want to cuss right now. Don't do it in the chat. They'll block you. But even in your mind, you're like, I'm sick of this. I am sick of this. I mean, that's that's not an I am statement we read in the Bible. But that's what you're saying right now in your heart. I'm, I am what? I am sick of this. I am I am sick and tired. I am tired of fighting battles. Now, the thing about me, some people say when they get tired, they start laughing. Not me. When I get tired, I get mean. How many of you, when you get tired, that's, that's why when you had to pull me out of the elevator in Australia, 
to do it. I was about to fight that guy after I preached. I mean, I had just finished giving the invitation too. If you're here today, the Lord says, come. And that dude said something sideways to me. And, and my uncle told me to hit him with his, your elbow if you can get close enough. And I was cocking the elbow and chunks pulled me back. He said, you've been, I was jet lagged. I had preached 23 times in, in four days. They were preaching me to death at Hillsong Church. I'm preaching, I'm, I'm preaching, 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 tired. And chunks told me, I said, come on, you're too tired now. Because when you get too tired, you start fighting battles that don't matter to distract oh, you man. from the ones that do. Amen. That's just me. I start fighting everybody. I start fighting people that are trying to help me when I'm tired. So Jesus said, y'all go get lunch. I'm sitting here for a minute. Because the ones y'all have been fighting against are the ones I came to save. Yeah. He had to go through Samaria. He had to sit down. There was a woman coming who needed him. She didn't even know it. She had no idea who he was. Sat down because he was tired. I mean, you don't have to do anything right now. Just sit down and receive this word that the Son of God got tired. The Son of God got tired. I know you're Superman and you're, you're mad at yourself because you can't always get it perfect. Perfection got tired. prevent fatigue it just gives me a place to sit yeah. he sat by a well here's the important thing what well do you sit by when you're tired he said it was Jacob's well you with me son he said it was Jacob's well Joseph was given that well by Jacob a lot of what our kids learn comes from us. Amen. Generational. Amen. Jesus sat down by that well. I, I think that's so appropriate to say at this moment in our nation. What wells are you digging for your kids to sit next to? Amen. A lot of what we're going through today is because of wells that were dug before we got here. Jesus sat by Jacob's well. Wait on the Lord. Now we see the Lord waiting on a woman. So I picture this moment. I picture me and you. You got your coffee. And you're like, I'm, I'm drinking all the caffeine I can. I'm still tired. And I know you can watch a TED Talk about, you know, when to go to bed and when to wake up and all that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about tired inside. I'm a soul doctor. I don't know anything about REM. I don't know anything about ergodynamic pillows. Did I say that right? I don't know anything about your mattress number. That is not my specialty. But I know that sometimes you've got to sit down by a real well. And listen to me. A lot of the places that we're sitting while we're tired are only making us more dehydrated. Mm -hmm. A lot of the places that we're drinking from are making us dumber. More fragmented, less whole, less informed. And this woman comes up, a picture, she comes up at noon because she's sneaking away from all of the people who talked about her. She is a woman with a past.
ass. The last thing she wants to see is a man, specifically a Jewish man, specifically a rabbi. And Jesus says, hey, can I get a drink? This is not a pickup line. This is not a pickup line. This is not a surface level question. This is Jesus asking this woman, do you even know what's in you? I'm going to stand up now. I'm going to stand up now. Because I hear God saying to someone today, you don't even know what I put inside of you. What I have put inside of you is so great. Now, if you only see things on the surface, if you judge how people judge, you will never see what's inside. This was Jacob's well, but it was really just something for Jesus to sit on. When he sat on the well and asked the woman, can I get a drink? He was not talking about H2O. Don't you get it? It's never about what we think it's about. It's always something deeper. So Jesus has showed up in this woman's situation. And I can't help but think it's for somebody today. You have been at your wit's end. And you thought I was going to give you a little pep talk. And you thought I was going to tell you, you know, get on with it. And and trust God. And and move forward. And all these little cliches of faith. But I, I came to tell you, sit with him a little while. Sit with him a little while. Sit with him a little while. Sit with him and see who you really are. All right. I love Steve Furtick. I love him. Uh, He is very powerful in his word um, through Christ. Um, His his spirit is just amazing. And um, I can feel it. It's uh, resonated uh, a lot. Um, So sit with me while I sit with God. And uh, I'm always sitting with God. He's always holding my hand. Um, He's always got a shoulder for me to cry on. Um, I get a lot of hugs, not just from him, but from heavenly people. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, it's true, you know, we, when he's talking about, gosh, there's so many things he's talking about that, you know, just in this moment, this morning, um, I had a really bad night and uh, this morning, not, I don't even know if bad, I want to change my words, just an emotional night. It wasn't good though, so I guess it was bad, <laughs> but um. You know, had nightmares too uh, after that, but fought some things through my nightmares. Um, I'm always fighting, y'all. Uh, I hardly ever dream. When I do, well, when I dream, it's like lucid dreams, you know, or I have just nightmares. If I sleep, it's just I sleep hard, and, and that hardly ever happens. That just means I'm just exhausted. But <clears throat> this morning woke up and immediately remembering my nightmares, remembering last night and everything that has been building up in me that I've been fighting. Um, I just cry, wake up crying. That's, that's one of the worst feelings when you, you wake up and you're still in that feeling of, of sadness, of, um, disappointment, of, feeling a little bit helpless in certain situations. But I know I'm not. 
I know he's got me. It's okay to feel. It's okay to feel. What we do with those feelings, that's what matters. So, yeah, come to the well, not for the water, for the word, for the comfort, for the strength, for the love, for the reality checks needed. And then when you go to the well, after you sat there long enough, well, you realize which battles are important and which ones won't dry you up because you don't need to fight them. So, if you're just jumping on here with me, um, I'll reiterate, you know, I do have an intro, a little a little sm- sponsored segment on here by Spotify in the beginning, kind of recapping things, um, just to give you a general sense of what this podcast is about. <clears throat> Excuse my voice, I'm a little snotty today, but uh, yeah, um, you know, I get lost for my words sometimes because it's, it's the exhaustion speaking, it's the I'm tired. I am. I'm exhausted. Yes, physically, I'm in a lot of pain. I have chronic pain. I uh, maintain it as much as I can. Try to keep it grounded, but I am exhausted emotionally, y'all. I am. I am. I'm not going to... How do I say this? I'm not going to ever directly point fingers, um, speak of names on here, unless it's someone that it's okay, you know, in a good sense to to share stories about them or or stuff like that. But all all the demons that I speak of, and and dancing with the devil, and also people that have hurt me tremendously in my life. Um, My point here is not to uh, call anybody out. It's to use what I've been through to show you how far you can come. And uh, it takes a lot of strength and courage to do that. But my point all in that is I'm not doing this podcast to point fingers, to say names, to hurt anybody else. I do know that people from my past, Kristen's, the ghost of Kristen's past, it's a thing. Um, There's people listening, or maybe just not, maybe they're listening, I hope, because listening would be good if they can change their frame of mind, if they have any hate in their heart, but hearing, if you're just hearing me, then it's not going to sit in your mind like it needs to, so it can really, really uh, expand your thoughts on, on why you're here. 
Um, yeah, I, I don't have any malicious bones in my body. Sure, as humans, we, we, uh, it's natural that we can go to the dark side. We can say, you know what? If this person's going to do this to me, watch. I'll, I'll, you want, I'll one up them and I, I'll do this to them. No, I'm not that type of person. I've done things in my life that I'm not proud of. I've been a very reactive person in my past, but I have a good heart. I have a good soul. I almost sold it, but this podcast is my therapy. I've put a lot of time, a lot of my time, a lot of tears, a lot of sweat, a lot of anguish, but a lot of joy and a lot of light. There's more light than dark in this. And when I say collide a soul, you know, I had a, a house fire February 13th, car accident March 10th, wrecked my Kia soul. I still have my soul, almost sold my soul. Um, was ready to give up. I was dying. And God saw me with a little bit left in me. He saw me fight. He still sees me fighting. Um, he witnessed the struggle for a long time. But he was there the whole time. And his power is glorious. His love is unconditional. His faith in me is strong. I feel it. It's not just me having faith in him. It's his faith in me. And I thank him every day for that. And I'll probably get emotional on, on these segments today. Just bear with me. But no, I'll be okay. I am okay. I may not feel like it totally, but I am. The God, I got to go on a Jesus take the wheel ride after this house fire, let me tell you. Um, and uh, when I got there, after I fought the devil and I started taking that trip, he brought me there. Didn't open the doors all the way, but I got to see the light and uh, feel the light, hear it. And he said, Kristen, you are not done here. You will go down back to this world and you will get a job after all these traumas and things that you have survived and you will have that job and make a difference and do what you need to do for your sons. But also, you have this calling and that is through me and you will spread the messages with joy and sometimes with hardness that hardness has to be seen it has to be felt and it has to be heard listened to I want you to hear my heart I want you to feel my soul my pain my sadness but more than anything after all that it's kind of Full force, put in your mind. Yes, Kristen. Wow. She's been through a lot. She's still going through a lot, but she is okay. That's what I want you to get in the end of this. Each segment, I want you to see, wow. Through all of that, however minutes the segment may be, 
through all of that, she leads to the light. That's what I will do. I will promise you that. Now, I can tell you, I've said this before. Let me recap to you with the kaleidoscope part. I will bounce around a little bit because I, I do have some attention things. Um, I'm not hyperactive right now, so that's good. So I can kind of calm my thoughts a little bit, but I have memory loss too, so bear with me. Um, see, I just it just happened just now. But, uh, and it's not just an age thing. Um, it's okay. God, you got me. Yes. Okay. We're good. But, man, there's so much to talk about. And I'm trying to get to where I can say what I need to say, how I need to say it. One of the hardest things. Is remembering things for me like just now I was going somewhere with that but no um, no the kaleidoscope so just trying to explain that a little bit if you're just jumping on here um, I've always loved kaleidoscopes um, who, who doesn't like kaleidoscopes right you look into it and you really can't see in the dark the image that you want you want to see it with light brighter the light the better I I want to be blinded by the light you know but that image that you you know we we go counterclockwise clockwise with one hand we're looking at it through the other through one eye you know and and trying to gather the beads the things that want to link together on this perfect image and you want this image, you can already almost feel it when you're doing it, turning it, twisting it, everything else, changing your lens, your view, your perspective. You might see a thousand different images that you that bring you a little bit of joy or, or like you get that little like, ooh, ah, yes, you know, but in the end, for our life, for your life, for this life, this one life, you want that image that you desire for this afterlife up there you want you want that image to remain forever eternally not forgotten that image you will be able to when you get it and you just can breathe your last breath you want to be able to set down that kaleidoscope and it will remain forever and through that light, you'll be able to take that last journey that becomes the end of the beginning. That light is beautiful with the Lord. Our perspective in life is huge. And when we can change our thoughts, not changing yourself totally. We don't like that word, change. A lot of people don't like that word. And I know I have it for a long time. You need to change, you need to change. You know, people put that as, you know, why are you trying to change me? No, let's, let's adjust. Let's use that, adjust our thinking, our perspective. We don't have to agree that 
you know, the sky looks green to this person and, you know, whatever, or like there's a cloud in the sky that looks like a duck and this person's saying it looks like a moose and an angel or whatever. But if you kind of sit there and look a little bit closer, a little bit harder, you might be surprised. So try it out. Look a little bit further. Look beyond the stars. Really zoom in on things. Tilt your kaleidoscope. Find the better light so you can see better. One of the things that is probably the hardest, one of the hardest things in my life besides childbirth you know, and dying <laughs> and surviving hell, but literally, but um, one of the hardest things that in this past year I've had to do, had to, had to learn to find ways to do is to pray for the people that have hate in their hearts. Not just for me, but for others. There are people from Kristen's, ghost of Kristen's, Kristen's past. They are alive. They're not really ghosts, but you know what I mean. That are listening. Maybe listening, but hearing. You know what I mean. Hopefully they continue to listen so maybe they'll see and hear and feel my heart my soul my mind and and realize that this is real this is real this is real this is my life this is my spirit my soul belongs to God and myself my mind my heart this body will go to the earth eventually. It's hard to, to pray for people that hurt you, have hurt you, and then continue to. But there are people on this that are listening because they're on guard, and I know it. I haven't even had much of, of uh, the people that I've blocked out of my life somewhat. Some are still there for reasons I have to keep them away, but I know that they're like paying attention to this podcast because I feel it. I've always been able to feel a lot of people's energies. I've always had visions, deja vu, a lot of things bizarre in my life happen. When I come around you, more than likely you're going to have device issues because I have bad device juju apparently. (laughs) Weird things start happening. You know, I'm just a a weird chick anyways, but no, in a good way. Um, But God does work through me. I work through him. We work for each other, but no, he is my boss. Yes. He's in the highest penthouse ever. And his light never dims. But when you have somebody in your life that is hurting you, has already hurted you, is still wanting to hurt you. Um, most of the time, in, in my case right here, it's, it's because they have been hurt. And they are lost. And they are unaccepting of any change, positive change. 
that uh, you have uh, elevated to. And that's when it gets sad. And uh, when you know you have worked so, so hard on your mind, your body, your soul, your heart to unravel all those chains, to fight the demons that still come in your sleep. They, uh, they don't want to see you rise up even though they say you do. Or there may be some type of underlying pain from their past. Things that just built up for them and then they want to put the blame on somebody else. So yeah, praying for those people that hurt you are still hurting you. It's, it's the best way to go. And I don't do that just because I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be a better person and I'm going to pray for them. I'll just pray for them. Now, you know what? They need prayers. They need God. No. I mean, they do. But I do it because I do care. And that's a, that's a huge step to take. But that's also very heavy. It's very heavy. It's not easy. And I pray to God, please God, let it be easier. Let it not be as, as emotional for me. Not as heavy for me when I pray for these people that are hurting me still. Wanting to hurt me. Yes, I'm affected by people. I can't just always do a straight face when I have a... Uh, Things coming at me that are not okay. Um, you know, and I lived in Saudi Arabia for over six years with my husband at the time. My sons, I delivered my second baby over there. Very, very hard to go to that kingdom, even though I know I have to follow the rules, but go by a lot of stuff and, and be traumatized by a lot of stuff over there that just happened. But I know that after all of that, surviving that country and a lot of the, the hate that was there, not just the country, but just things on our compound um, and off the compound. Uh, I know that, I mean, look at me right now. I'm able to take something that was so hard for me and heavy and crushing at times and exhausting I, I can now look and say I survived that at times I didn't think I would and now I can speak about it so look at me now look at me now God has allowed me to take those dark storms and speak of it so we can have a learning curve here we can grow from it it's what I hope for you picking and choosing your battles very hard stuff right there to do. Very hard stuff. Pick and choose your battles. Yeah, I have I have such a heavy heart this morning. You know, I miss my sons tremendously. Tremendously. Um, it's been a couple months. God willing, I pray on Friday I can get them. If nobody is sick. And please God, please God, please God, fingers crossed, you know. But uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in my life right now. If you know me, you know. 
But when I talk about people who are lost, as I have been many a times in my life, and I still get a little bit lost in things, but when I talk about people that are lost and need prayer so hard, um, that's a direct thing in my life right now. Not going to say names, I tell you. But it is sad. And that's what I told my mom last night when I, I and my dad, I had to go to them last night and say, look, I'm not okay right now. No, I will be okay. And I'm going to get emotional. So just bear with me, but I had to say, look, this is what's going on. And this has been going on, but I am trying to keep an even ground with some things that are going on, but they are heightening with hate and it's, it's exhausting me even more. It's taking from me, but am I allowing that? Yeah, I guess so. Right. But I am human, right? I am going to feel things. I am going to be sad when people want to just still hurt me. And in, in turn, I mean, honestly, I, the person, Kristen, you know, I, I tell you I've had I've danced with the devil and all this other stuff, right? Well, if you don't really know me, know me, but you've known me for a long time, you know that I've been a good person for a long period of my life. That Kristen, before the bad patch of <laughs> years, but the, especially this past year, you know, like, having a good heart, but doing some bad things and choices were not good. But look at me now, you know, but oh gosh, my thoughts are scattered. I ask God, please help me deliver this how I need to. It breaks my heart for others to think even with me rising up and surviving a lot and not not having any hate in my heart and having a solid soul and having a made-up mind for God. It hurts me more than anything for someone to think differently. For someone to think that I just repent for anything that I've done and and I think that I'm I'm saved forever. Like I've done things. This is this is what has been said to me that I've done things just so I can ask for forgiveness for repent, you know, and, and like like I'm saved. No. It doesn't work that way. It's been a long journey. Long journey. And just like Steve Frederick said, not everybody's going to see the whole journey. They're not going to know all of the stories, all of the work, all of the tears, all of the struggle, all of the pain, all the times you felt like you had a trigger being pulled on you. You're not going to see it. That's what, what I wish. And maybe some people do see it, but they have resentment. Or they say, wow, I am such in a deep, dark, depressive 
painful state that Kristen's okay. She's just blah, 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 and, and kumbaya. But I hate her for this. You know? That's what I get from people. They hate that. But then a second later, they're happy I have overcome so much. And then they hate me again. And then they're happy. And they, oh my gosh, can we stop? Right? I don't like that dance at all. And I don't like the word hate. So the things I've done in my past, everybody has hurt somebody in their past. Everybody has has done things that they wish they didn't do in life, made bad choices. But when you survive it and you can learn and grow from it, why do we keep going back to the past and bringing it up, the people that bring it up to you? The only time I believe things should be brought up from your past, from other people, is to remind you of how far you have come. Unless you are still in that darkness, then that needs a different level to be pushed in your face. Pray until something happens because everybody in this world has done something they're not proud of. Everybody. And what good does it what good does it do when you have someone that has survived so much and is trying to make the best or is making the best life that they can for themselves, for the family, through a lot of struggle still, but rising up and staying with the team of God. And then you have this person or these people that just want to see you fall again. Maybe they were just used to that. Maybe they're still in their misery. Maybe they want me to be their company in their misery again because that is what they're used to, seeing depressed Kristen, anxious Kristen, mad Kristen. No. I will tell you right now, hand to God, that will not happen. I will have my moments. I will cry my tears. But God... He owns them, and He will wipe away my tears in the end of the beginning. Those tears are for Him. I will not allow hate to enter my life. I will put up my shield, my armor that God is establishing more and more. The armor that I'm gaining, I'm working for. Working. Not my 8 to 4 job, but working on myself. That shield is getting stronger. But one of my fears, and I know fear is a liar. I say that all the time, but we'll just say one of the things that I need to work on is the time of how long am I going to allow this to bother me? Because things will just upset you. We can't all just be like, oh, la, la, la. You know, I do that a lot in life where I'm like, ha, laughing's off or whatever. But when there's something that's still sitting there, that's still poking at you, remember that Facebook poke? 
Facebook started doing little posts. People post. I hated that. That's one thing I can use for hate. No. I didn't like the little post. But that's what it is. That's the darkness. That's Satan coming in saying, hey, hey, hey. I'm here to stay. 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 No. You're here to go away. You can pop in. You can see your way out. This is a long segment. I've realized that, you know, I I spend too much time probably thinking about who is actually listening to the full segments. But it, in the end, it doesn't really take away from my healing process for right now I woke up but I'm very thankful for you people that are sticking with me or even I know sometimes these segments are long so you you're going from here to there you know sometimes my singing or my jokes may be corny um or I may be a little disjointed you know I I have a lot going on in medication that I'm regulating for my pain um but I know they're long sometimes so but this this is doing wonders for me. I encourage any of y'all to go and just download the Anchor app. That's where this one is. I'll venture out to another one soon. But download it. If you don't want to write down physically in a journal, whatever. I mean, scream into your phone if you need to. You don't have to publish a podcast. You can record. You can, you can just record and keep it for yourself. That's your journal. This is my journal. This is my life. I'm sharing my heart, my mind, and my soul with y'all. And I'm sharing what's going on with my body as well. A lot of pain. But more joy than ever before. More love. More cheerleaders. More people joining my team even faster and higher. That's, that's amazing. When I can make one person smile, that fuels me. That is what gives me the energy to keep going other than the main energy, God's. He is wonderful, glorious, merciful, and loving. And faithful to me as a child of God. I encourage you, if you have any hate in your heart, you don't want that there. I know you don't. If you have stuff that you cannot get past, if you have depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, whether it be you're a soldier or paramedic, firefighter, um, whatever your job title is, it doesn't matter. Post-trauma happens to everybody has had something happen in their life that has followed them. But also these are just demons, some of it, most of it, no, all of it, all of it. 
But the post-trauma stuff. Not the post-trauma, but the post-drama. I really don't handle that very well. I'm working on it. Because I know my emotions and how to regulate, how to ground myself again a lot quicker than I used to. I used to be very reactive, and now I just act. And this is one way of settling myself when I woke up crying this morning, when I woke up anxious this morning, and in extreme pain, not just physically, but emotionally. This is my bounce back. This is me building my armor still through God, for myself, through my words to you. So many equations in life. I build things with words. I link words together. I am somewhat times obsessive with words and numbers and signs and things. But God built me this way for a reason. And I am able to use all of these things where my imagination runs wild and my thoughts go wild even though it's sometimes it's like gosh this is too much and the ADHD kicks in and it's vroom, 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 go 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 but I know that he built me this for a reason he built me this way for a reason and I'm using that to the best ability so I can show you so I can paint a picture with my words with the numbers with the signs We want to be relatable in this life. Easiest way to understand each other. And I have to make an example of myself. I do. But I am emotionally exhausted. More than anything else. And I do get spiritually exhausted. All that stuff. Physically. We all do. We all do. But if you're one of those people that are listening right now and you have such hate, such sadness, that you feel like you just cannot get rid of. If you wake up in the morning and you just are not happy to be alive and you just already are planning your anger, planning your non-productivity you know you're not being productive of the day whatever I can't say the right word now but if you're already planning for a bad day another bad day you've got to take one little thing and change it today and keep doing the same thing that you change throughout all your days and keep adding to that another step another step another step go get help if you have any substance abuse, alcoholism, post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, illness that is just taking you down, anger, resentment, hate, I do pray for you, for y'all. And once again, I'll state this again. Because I know people need to hear this over and over again. Maybe to believe it, but some will just not. If I have hurt you in my past, 
it has never been intentionally to just be malicious and hurt you. Although I've had many people do me that way. We all make bad choices in life. But I ask for forgiveness. And I have healed and am still healing from a lot. I require, require respect in my life. And you shall get the same from me. But when a battle comes my way, that has been coming my way for a long time, that I have tried to leave a wall up, you may be able to see me, maybe it's transparent, you can still see me, but you're not, you're not able to get through all the way. Know that I'm not weak. I may be weary, but I'm not weak. And know that when it comes to my life and my children's life and my family, the eye in the sky, the man upstairs, he's got me. And I will fight. And I will do what's right. And I will protect my heart, my body, my soul, my mind. And God will be handing me all the tools I need to continue on in remembering what is important to fight. What is going to dry me up? When I go to that well, what is going to dry me up? I don't want to be dried up. I want to be forever cleansed. I got rebaptized in the ocean on 420 this past year. Let me tell you, very cleansing, very renewing. But I have a lot of work to do. So do you. We all do. Oh, man. So it's 920. Okay. I need to get ready for service. Champion Life. Y'all come out if you're in Fort Walton, Denton Boulevard. Um, I already know I'll be crying all day. But I will be rejoicing as well. And I know I'll be okay. Be good to each other. If you're lost in a place, just know you have to do the work. You have to ask for help when you need it. And I'll pray for you. So be good to each other. And remember, yesterday's dead and gone. We're in the now. Let's make the best of it. Tomorrow, I promise you, is not promised. Cheers.